Welcome to The Weekend Show, where we look back at the highlights of the week on Money with Friends that was and get you ready for the week to come. Plus, we take audience questions and comments. Anything you guys want to talk about, it is Saturday, October 31st. Let's talk money with our friends. Welcome to the Money with Friends podcast. I am certified financial planner, Bobby Rebel, host of the Financial Grown Up podcast, coming to you from my very grown up kitchen in New York City. And coming to you from Texarkana, Texas, where we make the Stacking Benjamin Show and where this afternoon I'm going to go get a haircut, Bobby. I'm Joe Salcihai. Here on Money with Friends, every weekday, we share the latest headlines, why they matter, and specific ideas and advice for your financial advice. And then on the weekends, we share highlights. We preview the week ahead so you guys are ready. And then we talk about what you guys want to talk about. We take your questions and comments. We make it part of the show, which is the best part, I think. It's Halloween, which means you don't want your money to be scary. So you should look into tiller money. Head to tillerhq.com uh, forward slash MWF to check it out to keep your financial life on course. You can easily track your money over time, always know what's safe to spend, and confidently plan for the future with spreadsheets automated by Tiller Money. Free 30 day trial if you use our link, tillerhq.com forward slash MWF. Bobby, we had a big week ending today with Halloween. Are you going trick or treating tonight? We are not going trick-or-treating because but, of coronavirus. But you but you have but a mask. As we tape this, my, my daughter Ashley gave me these like sparkly cat ears to wear because, you know, our producer Ashley told us that we should be dressing up for the Halloween show. And you, I don't know, what are what is your costume, Joe? Uh, my costume is Think fast. suburban dad with uh, bushy Martin Van Buren sideburns going on. How about that? <laughs> Is that good? Well, anyway, leave it to leave it to my Ashley to make sure it had sparkles. So she's always very sparkly. It had to have had to have sparkles. Absolutely. Had to have sparkles. All right. We ready to get into this? Let's see which one of our friends is going to help us kick off this recap of last week. This is Tara from Rise Up. Friends? Check. Money? Check. Friends with money? Let's do this. All right. Monday. You know what? I have a blank here. What did we talk about last Monday? Now, oh my goodness. You and I had. What should we talk about? You, you and I had a big, thrilling discussion that I also cannot remember. <laughs> so should we just skip it and come back? That's so funny. Which I is, wrote TBA because I was thinking it's what we're going to do next week, which we have to hold on for. But let's just move on to Tuesday because for Tuesday we talked to. I talked with David Bach. We talked about credit scores and improving them. They've been improving despite the fact that we are in the middle of a pandemic. And David had some really good tips about how we can all improve our credit scores. He explains a lot about how they work and a lot of misconceptions that people have about credit scores. So that was really interesting. Um, and I was surprised. And we also talked about whether they would continue to improve. That's not sure because a lot of what's been helping has been all this government help that we had in the spring. And we don't have that in the summer, fall. So we don't really know what's going to happen. On Wednesday, um, we talked about the idea of having financial advisors as a perk at work. And so... Uh, that was something pretty much everyone agreed would be a good thing. A lot of people don't know what they don't know. So, and they don't really have anyone to ask. Sometimes the HR person will just sort of hand them a pamphlet and tell them to go read this online. But, you know, having a person to check in with 
is really valuable, especially as you go through life and you start to have more money. So there was a lot of interest in that in that story. And David had a lot to say about that and the fact that there's new companies coming into the market to offer this. And that's something that I think we're going to be keeping a close eye on. Thursday, you were with Bola. I was, but I want to talk just a little bit about what you and David talked about for a second, because sure. I've always believed, Bobby, that surrounding yourself, it doesn't have to be a professional financial planner that you pay a ton of money, surrounding yourself with people who are smarter than you, no matter what you do, I think is a really good thing. If you're learning to cook, you watch cooking shows and you watch people who are good at cooking, or you read a cookbook, somebody who already knows the recipe. If you're, if you are somebody who is, you know, if you're going through a, a uh, some tough time. You don't try to go to uh, uh, the court without a lawyer. You know, um, uh, I really like surrounding myself with really smart people and having somebody in your corner who knows a lot about money. And and even, and, and by the way, somebody that thinks differently than you. My When I was a financial planner, my smartest, my, my best clients were incredibly smart. And Bobby, they could have done it all on their own. They could have done the whole thing by themselves. Uh, they didn't, quote, need me, but they liked having a second opinion, somebody that also knew money that thought differently. And I feel often we're like, well, I know enough about money. I don't need a financial advisor. No, you probably don't, but I bet you'll do better if you have one. But anyway, uh, yeah. It's always good. I think, you know, it's almost like the, the emergence of the idea of the life coach. I mean, we'll muddle through life, but sometimes it's good to have a third party that's on your side that's sort of only looking out for you, not, not looking at sort of the whole picture, looking out for your best interest and what's good for you. Um, so anyway, I yeah, did absolutely. look up what we talked about on Monday. iPhones. We talked about the no, new iPhones. That was two weeks ago. Was that two weeks ago? It was Quibi. It was Quibi. We talked about Quibi. The, the week fall goes so of Quibi. fast. Yes. So we, we can't even remember what Quibi stands for. And now we That's can't even we remember Quibi. Because Quibi is like, crushed barely in the history but it's like a blip in the history books which is so sad because so many people tried so hard i mean so much work went into this so much money went into quibi and it just crashed but i think it is no apropos it. it's so apropos that we couldn't even remember that we talked about it that's that was quibi's I whole think, problem i think that says it all yeah we could not remember we've already forgotten that quibi <laughs> ever existed it's gonna be like they're like the apple newton I'm trying to think of other device, other things that happened that like just cratered. I remember this BlackBerry had a playbook, which was kind of like their answer to the iPad. And it was so sad. They sent me as, at Reuters to the, um, the premiere party or whatever, the big, they had a huge launch party and I had to interview all these executives and they had gotten terrible reviews. And the, it was clearly like BlackBerry was already going down and they had all these fancy, like sports people that they thought I'd be impressed with that I never heard of. It was a disaster. Yeah. So, and I'm asking these executives, I'm like, what's your response to these reviews that don't like it? You know, I want your, you know, just, I want you to be able to have your chance to rebut what they said. And they just said, well, wait till they try it. They'll love it. And I was like, but they did try it. So anyway, so that's forgotten too. So, although it's probably here as a doorstop somewhere in my apartment, because we used to get all these samples. So yeah. So Quibi, we yes. forgot about you, which uh, is again, I can't forget so about, I cannot forget about what Bola uh, Sukumbi and I talked about though. Uh, she and I, as you know, Bobby, you're both new homeowners. 
And so we talked about the, this, this issue that because there's so many hot uh, real estate markets around the United States, still people are waiving the inspection and they're doing it so that the seller knows that there's not going to be any more negotiating. Hey, we'll skip the, we, we'll skip the inspection, which is absolutely horrible. That's the only way you know if something's wrong with the house. And there are tons of things that are hidden inside the walls of houses that are maybe not things that you want. So even if you negotiate with the seller, this is where we came down. Even if you negotiate with the seller that I will not change my price after the inspection, but I do want to have a few days for the inspection, you need, you need to have an inspection on your house. I think Bola really hit the nail on the head by saying you paid maybe a hundred thousand, 200,000, 500,000 million dollars for a house. What's $900 for an inspection? Go, go get the inspection. Well, I think that Bola's advice worked because after the um, episode came out, we did put out an Instagram poll and we said, Bola and you talked about whether home inspections are 100% needed if there is huge demand and you may be in a lose, you may lose in a bidding war. I mean, are you going to risk getting the home? Would you ever skip a home inspection to get a property you really wanted in a bidding war? And 87% said, no way, they would not skip that. So yeah. we love our money friends. You guys are smart. Yeah, very smart. And a smart topic we talked about on, on Friday, Bola and I asked this question. There's a new app out that gives you a rebate, gives you money back like a credit card. But these aren't small numbers, Bobby. Sometimes 7, 8, 9, 10, 15% of whatever you buy goes into your IRA. And the question that Brett Ahrens wrote on this popular Money Watch piece uh, that she and I discussed on Friday was, can you shop your way to wealth? And of course, every financial planner in the pieces that we looked at said, it's an intriguing idea because you're shopping anyway. Bull and I actually came down on, if you're going to spend more, like most people will, because they think this is a perk that gives them more, you're, you're actually... Uh, doing yourself a big disservice. You're going to get yourself in trouble. You're not going, you can't spend your way to wealth. Well, I agree with you. However, I do want to ask you, is this any different except for the fact that it's going to an IRA instead of directly in a check to you from places like Ebates and Rakuten or Ebates became Rakuten? Because I do that where if I know that I'm going to buy something, let's say at Bloomingdale's, I will check, or I know I want something at a store like that. I will check which one has the 6% rebate. And if one has 6% and one has 2%, I'll pick the two, the 6% store to buy the, you know, the item I'll go actually on Rakuten and then I will get the 6% back, but this starts rather, with or if zero. Well, so the, if I, I do look up sure. now where I'm going to get the rebate. This starts and with so it, know yourself, right? You, you know, right. you're already going to buy it, but there are a lot of people out there. And I used to be this person, Bobby, that I thought, heck, I I'm getting a discount. I'm going to go buy this thing that I might not need, you know, that I, that I really want. I might go buy the new video game. I might go buy the, the, whatever the thing is that I'm really looking forward to. I, I might go buy it, but if it's something that I'm already going to buy, fine, great. Take the, d d b buy it on a, d at a discount and get the money in your IRA or the Ebate or whatever it might be. Right. Um, I mean, I think my question, I guess, is there anything different here other than where it's going? It's going to the no. IRA. So maybe it has a more virtuous feeling to it yeah. for people. And that's it. Cause these other services have, are not new. So I think the yeah. only new thing is that this is being marketed as for your retirement. It's almost like Absolutely. when they have these and they go, for your child's school or something, you know, so you become more incentivized to do it. Yeah, no, it totally just adds this, hey, you're going to be wealthier. Yeah, okay. 
Yeah. Instead of just, just, just paying less. Uh, that was, that was what we talked about on Friday. We had a, that bull and I had a ton of fun like you and David did. And then that brings us to today to the, to the recap show. Uh, we're going to talk in just a second about what's coming up next week. We're also going to talk about the economic data coming out next week. And there might be I don't know. I heard a rumor there might be a big event next week, like on Tuesday. Not sure. We'll explain what that is and more in just a second. But first, I want to say thanks to everybody who used our link when they went to Tiller Money. Keep your financial life on course. You can easily track your money over time and always know what's safe to spend and confidently plan for the future using Tiller. You can try Tiller Money free for 30 days and easily track your financial life all in one place with the greatest control. Uh, you can easily cancel any time. There's simple pricing, no hidden fees or upgrades. There's no ads. Your subscription pays for the service, so you're not being marketed the whole time you're trying to do your budget. You're always in control of your data with Tiller Money, and it's guaranteed. If Tiller Money isn't helping you better understand your finances, they'll give you a 100% refund. You're not going to want it. You're going to like it like I do. Head to Tiller Money, uh, excuse me, TillerHQ.com forward slash MWF uh, to check it out and to have your your trial. Bobby, we've got a heck of a week next week. Uh, let's, let me open up the calendar because starting on Monday, some key manufacturing numbers come out. Also, a lot of earnings, Alliant Energy in this little tiny company called Berkshire Hathaway. Not sure if you've heard of them. Mm. They will have earnings <laughs> on Monday. On Tuesday, durable goods and factory orders, plus Allegheny Energy and Chesapeake Energy, among many of the companies uh, that are going to have their quarterly results. There also, Bobby, is a little election on. T I don't know if you heard about this. There's a there's there's an election on Tuesday. Did you know that? I am so excited for this to be over. <laughs> I, too. I was I just. I'm so tired. I can't watch the news anymore. I just want it to be over. I and that's a non-political statement. I know I, <laughs> people have said that I say political things, but I can't figure out what side <laughs> they think I'm on. Um, I have Other than being pro everyone. I want everyone to be happy and healthy and have enough money to do what they want. Um, so I just want it to be over. I flew to Michigan uh, to do Operation Cat Rescue last week. Flew and then drove my car with the cat uh, a thousand miles back across the country, which is a ton of fun, by the way, traveling with a cat. Uh, but but when I was there, because that state, Michigan, is such a battleground state, I saw an advertisement for a guy named Gary Peters talking about how great he is. As soon as it ended, I saw another commercial about how horrible he is and how you shouldn't vote for Gary Peters. Then I saw another ad for Gary Peters' opponent and how great he is. And then four minutes later, I saw an ad for how horrible that dude would be. Like it was mm -hmm. the only person cleaning up, Bobby, was the TV station. The TV station making tons of money. I have no idea who either yeah. of these candidates are. Obviously, I remember the one dude's name. I don't remember the other. But... Uh, but, but yeah, Tuesday, yeah, we, look, I'm in, I'm in the tri-state area, New York, Connecticut, and, um, you're getting hammered by it, New Jersey. Well, what happens is because our TV station covers all those different States, they, um, we get all the ads for all of these people that we are not voting on. So it's mentally exhausting. 
um, the commercials. It really is. Well, Wednesday, it's all over. I think it's a great day to release any data because nobody's going to be talking about any data on Wednesday. Like, does it matter? But there's mortgage data that comes out Mm -hmm. on Wednesday. Imports, exports are Wednesday. Uh, Companies uh, that are going to be talking earnings, Allstate, Marriott Vacations. Of course, that's the timeshare portion of Marriott, among others. I'm actually interested in that number, Bobby, much like I've been interested in the REIT numbers. Want to see what's going on with uh, with timeshare sales. Like, is, is, is that going well? Is that not going well with COVID? I'm, well, I'm, I mean, maybe people want those kinds of vacations because very often they're not in hotels. They're sort of, they're right. attached to hotels. You have some services, but you have your own space. And I think that is something people are much more interested in. Right. I'll be very interested in that number. Thursday, job cuts, jobless claims as usual. 600 companies, by the way, have earnings on, on uh, Thursday. We won't go over all of them. We'll just talk about uh, Alibaba, uh, AIG, uh, EA, the video game company, Eastman Kodak, a monster beverage, among others. And then Friday, hourly earnings, and then among the companies declaring earnings, EW Scripps, uh, Hershey, and Revlon. So you get your Revlon on. Yeah. And I think we got the monthly the monthly jobs report. The government jobs report is on Friday, which hourly earnings is part of. Yes. Going to be big, big, big day on Friday. But I still think even by Friday, people are still not going to be talking about any of these numbers. We're still going to be talking about the election. That's my, that's my prediction. uh, Someone will cite the the jobs report. People will talk about if it's whoever it makes look better. If that makes sense, we'll be talking about it. Sure. Right. Someone will either take credit or blame or something. No one will take the blame. I should say, but somebody will take credit. Somebody will be pointing the finger maybe. Right. Yeah. It'll, (laughs) it'll be used in some kind of rhetoric, the jobs report. Um, yeah. Coming up on look last time the, the jobless rate went down more than people expected. So. Coming up on this we'll show this week, you are going to, Monday is you and I, we're going to be talking mm-hmm. about a new bill. We Speaking of not talking politics, we normally don't do anything that talks politics, but there's a bipartisan bill, bipartisan. Mm-hmm. So it's super interesting, might not pass, but because you got people on both sides that like this thing, we might see some changes uh, to financial rules in the United States. So we're going to talk about that on Monday. On Tuesday, you are hanging out with Mr. Grant Sabatier, I believe. Yeah, Grant. Grant's always so much fun. Um, his website is Millennial Money, and he actually just sold it. I actually knew this, but it was in a lockbox, so I did not tell anyone. But he sold his website to the Motley Fool. It's now out publicly. So congratulations to Grant. We're really proud of him. He built that over the years into a really amazing website. And he's got a lot of other projects, including a TV show he's telling us about and some other cool stuff that's coming out. So we'll hear a little bit about what's going on in Grant's personal life. And also, I mean, I should say business life, personal business life, but also um, we'll talk about some, some stories in the news with Grant as well. And then uh, I have Mr. Jason Harris uh, from uh, Top Ad Agency Mechanism. And uh, Jason and I had such a blast last month talking of everything advertising. And he's got such a great take about how companies um, how companies market whatever they have. That Quibi discussion would have been interesting had he been here right then. I'm sure, though, that we're going to have some interesting stuff. Maybe the, maybe the big Netflix news that just came out. That might be a little old by then, but we'll see. We will see. We'll see. I don't think anyone's given up their Netflix so fast. No, no. And we asked our listeners what scares them financially in honor of Halloween. We did. And we did. You know what scares our listeners? Payday loans. Payday loans, I think are good. Payday loans are scary. What do you think about payday loans? 
I think I think uh, people run to payday loans because they're afraid of banks. I used to think that people use payday loans because they were pretty dumb. They didn't understand fees. I think they understand bank fees and about how banks are built on the backs of uh, a lot of the big banks are built on the backs of people that that struggle to, uh, uh, to have a good banking relationship. I mean, banks offer a lot of perks to people that have a lot of money and then get money for those perks from people who don't. That's not, that's not, by the way, my opinion. That is that you look at how banks make money. Every banking expert that I've talked to in the industry who doesn't work for a bank says that that's the case. We had, <coughs> excuse me, expert Carol Rollini on um, uh, uh, talking about the base of the pyramid, so to speak. And those are a lot of unbanked people. So people, people flee to payday loans, Bobby. Um, mm -hmm. But, but I agree they're horrible. I mean, they are absolutely horrible. They're predatory. Uh, but, but the sad news is what are people going to do? That's different. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with everything you said. I did write about this for Reuters at a column a few years ago, and I talked to some people that would not even be uh, identified on the record, people that are in the business, sort of, you know, people you would identify as the bad guys. And I was like, you know, tell me about your side. Give me the other side, because we always try to do balanced reporting. And you know, what they told me is they said, yes, of course, many of the people, you know, are taken advantage of because they get into a vicious cycle, much as people do, much like people do with credit cards, where they're constantly short and they are not getting paid for a few days. I mean, they call them payday loans because they're generally advancing you money that you're going to get in your paycheck. And the idea is that you, you know, they're, you'll pay it back right away. And he said, people get into a vicious cycle and that's where it's bad. Where it can be good is let's say you would miss your credit card minimum payment. Let's say your minimum payment's $150. And if you miss it, it's going to hurt your credit score. And it's also going to charge you not only the interest there, but you'll get a fee of let's say $35. Okay. So dinged credit report, $35 fee, plus now you're in interest. And if you know anything about the way credit card interest works, you're paying on the balance once you're in paying credit card debt, you're paying on your current and your past debt. So the justification of it is he says, well, we can, if I can give somebody $150 so they are not missing that minimum payment on their credit card and they pay me back, yes, I may charge them, you know, 10% interest. That's $15. Okay. For that loan. And that's very high, you know, it, for a day, you know, whatever it is, some crazy amount, or even let's say, 20% interest was, you know, more, but at the end of the day, they're not late on their bill. Their credit card score is not good. Their credit score is not going down and they're not getting a series of late fees and so on. So that's the justification. The problem is that very few people actually pay it off and then right. never do it again. No, that's but there the is a case to be made that if you're going to have this sort of domino effect of not paying a bill, you know, or maybe you need to pay for your car to be repaired in order to go to work and keep your job. I mean, there are situations where, of course, you know, they shouldn't be in that situation, but let's be empathetic. Things happen. Look sure. what's going on now in the economy. Things sure. happen. And if you need that car repair, well, you know, maybe you should get a payday loan or go to a pawn shop. I mean, no one says they're good, but they're there. Well, and that's what I wanted to talk about a little bit was how do you find your way out of it? Because I, the, 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 a fallacy, I think that a lot of people think is if I just make a little more money, I won't be in that situation again. And I'll tell you that because that's the way I felt back in the nineties. I always thought, Bobby, if I just make a little more money, things will get better. And you know what? That was actually not the answer. The answer was once I get 
a hold of my spending and I understand where my money is going completely and, and I spend, don't get me wrong. It can still be an income problem for people, but, but the key to solving it is to divorce your spending from your income. Once you're able to bring in more money, that, that, that was it. It wasn't making more money. You, you and I see people making 300, 400, $500,000 a year and still can't make ends meet. I worked with an anchor at the TV station as a client, one of the top anchors at, at this Detroit TV station, making money hand over fist and couldn't pay her bills. Could not, um, mm. just, just, yeah, it, it is, it is not about making more money. Yeah. Well, tracking your money is important because then you know where it's going. I think the information helps a lot, which is why we like Tiller. All All right. right. That's the week in review. Bobby, how do people help us make this show? Be sure to be following us on Instagram at moneyfriendspod. That's also our handle on Twitter. And make sure you're subscribing to our YouTube channel. Just search for Money with Friends on YouTube. Set your reminders so you know when we are going to do recordings. You can also look at our schedule on our website, moneywithfriendspodcast.com. Look up the date and you will see when we are taping or if we're taping a show that day. She's Bobby. I'm Joe. We'll see you back here on Monday. Have a great weekend, everybody. Have a happy Halloween. Bye-bye. This show's created and hosted by us, Joe Salcihai and Bobby Rebel, and it's edited and produced by Ashley Wall. Money with Friends is a product of Money with Friends LLC, copyright 2020. For a list of the thought leaders who appear on the podcast and links to the stories discussed, head to our website, moneywithfriendspodcast.com. You can also check out our schedule for upcoming recording sessions so you can join us and be part of the show. Also, be sure to follow us on social media at moneyfriendspod on both Instagram and Twitter. Look out for our polls and quizzes. You could get a shout out on the show. We're well worth following. We promise. As with anything, remember you shouldn't take advice from any of us or or any other videos or podcasts without first talking to your financial advisor. These people on this episode, they're here for your and their entertainment purposes only. I'm Bobby. I'm Joe. We'll see you here back next time with another episode of Money with Friends. Bam, nailed it.